Welcome to the podcast, Kevin, longtime listener uh, and guest. <laughs> and guest. <laughs> Been um, on several times now, our favorite guest to have on here. So uh, welcome back. It's great to be here and uh, glad football's, football's back, baby. Football's back. We're ready to get into football season. Uh, did a lot of NBA talk. This is our first football podcast, right? Yep, and season red zone. Real season starts tomorrow. I'm excited. I'll have two TVs going back to Got back. Getting what's going to go on? What's going to go on the smaller TV? Is that going to be Chargers, Colts, or what do you got on that I one? I think my my strategy for tomorrow is uh, red zone all morning with the the bottom TV on whatever local game I can get, and afternoon is just going to be uh, bottom TV Chargers Colts top TV Seahawks Bengals. Baby. Ew, what a gross game. <laughs> <laughs> Terrible game. Seahawks better uh, win that one. The, you know, per, per usual, the afternoon games are are not fantastic. Other than the, I, I think those two are Sunday night. Okay. Sunday night yeah. game's good. Yeah, the afternoon games are terrible. You got afternoon. Niners, Bucks, Lions, Cardinals, Bengals, Seahawks, Colts, Chargers, and Giants, Cowboys. Oof. Yeah. Tough lineup. Don't want to watch much of that. I guess maybe I'll maybe I'll I'll be switching back and forth probably between that Seahawks game and the and, and the red Chargers. zone. Get the red zone back in, dude. Quit lying. You're gonna be watching the Chargers game. <laughs> we all know it. <laughs> I got my first Seahawks gear today. Uh, so welcome in. Uh, we're gonna have a lot of Hawks talk this year. Uh, yeah, the Hawks and the NBA and the NFL apparently. Yeah, Hawks are gonna Once- be a hot topic. Once Jeff comes back on, you guys are just be talking straight Hawks hours. Nothing hours but Hawks. Nothing but Hawks. <laughs> well, let's get into it. So uh, we don't want to really talk much about Bears-Packers. Very boring game. Uh, nice defensive performances from both teams, but Mitchell Trubisky was uh, was pretty awful. Rodgers is looking a little washed. Uh, that's definitely some, a takeaway I have from that game is, is could Rodgers, could this be – the season where he starts to go downhill, it might be coming. Wow, or is cool. it just that Bears defense is so good? We'll we'll have to see in the next couple of weeks. But yeah, we'll we'll see. I don't know. There were there were some there were a few keys uh, a few moments last year where it felt that way too, though. You know where he he just wasn't the same guy. So we'll see. Uh, I'm not ready to give up on him, John. Huh. Nah, keep rolling, keep rolling with him. I don't think his record's been very good the last couple of years. I think he's, yeah, they've they've just had bad like overall teams. I think I don't think you can put any of that on on you know the beautiful Aaron Rodgers, the beautiful Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> uh, well, well yeah, let's 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 move on to the next uh, topic you want to hit. Yeah, uh, well, next that. topic that was a terrible is game. next topic is I'm pissed off about the fucking Patriots getting Antonio Brown. Uh, can't believe that this happened this quickly. Can believe that it happened. Can't believe that it happened. I mean, they already they just released him yesterday, and he's already on the Patriots. What are your thoughts Bill? as a pseudo Patriot lover? <laughs> I don't think it's pseudo anymore. I think it's out there. In the you're open. full blown. You're you're full blown fucking the Patriots now. <laughs> yeah, and, and Mahomes too. Big Mahomes fan. How uh, can you like both? It's just I just like good football. Yeah, you know, great, great quarterbacking is is my favorite thing about the NFL. But I think Bill Belichick was on the phones like right away. He was on it, you know. He's, he didn't hesitate, and I was surprised by the number. What do you think? Fifteen million one year? I was thinking it was going to be half a lot that for for this year. But what I think the the logic behind it is, it doesn't really matter. If the Patriots have the cap room to get it, it's not like they're going to pick up anybody else at this point that's really important. And if a guy like AB is available, you're basically saying they're giving him $9 million up front, which is way more than I thought any team would give him, but, you know, go figure. And he still has a $6 million carrot to chase, so they can always cut him and save that $6 million. So it's kind of, it's still pretty low-risk, high-reward, and it's just one year. So if they want to cut mm-hmm. bait at any time, you know, Nine million to the Patriots at this point doesn't matter that much. This puts them in the front running yeah. for a Super Bowl, you know, even more than they were before. They already were the fucking front runner, and now they're they're even more so. So, 
Yeah, nine mil, that's like half a year for, you know, Kraft's Oriental Spa bills. That's nothing, you know. Yeah, he leaves that in tips for his happy endings. That's nothing. <laughs> and, I mean, the thing is with AB is there's going to be a weird relationship with him. Imagine him talking to Robert Kraft. That just seems like, and, and Bill Belichick. It just seems like a weird combination of people in a room. You know, like, are, are they actually getting along or are they just pretending like this is a one-year rental? I can question. only hope that he takes down the team from the inside, that AB could be the thing that finally destroys the Patriots dynasty. Let's get, <laughs> I mean, could this, could this backfire on them? Is there a possibility that he is such a cancer in the locker room? I mean, he was such a cancer that the, the Steelers couldn't deal with them and they've got a good organization. So yeah, what's to say that he doesn't fuck things up in New England? Yeah, it's never happened before, but you will. You're you're wishful thinking. Yeah, that's he's like the rat. He's like the mole. He's the mole inside the, man. inside the Patriots <laughs> locker room. He's just gonna implode it. Just one, you know, action by action, minute yeah. by minute. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, it seems like he's gonna have a short leash. I don't know what the contract deals are, but if I'm sure they have something where they can cut him if he's if truly a cancer, and then someone else could pick him up, like the Browns for cheap. I'm sure. Bill Simmons like has a theory about putting two. He calls them knuckleheads on the same team. And if you put, like, two guys that get into trouble onto the same team, then then they're much more likely to get in trouble together than if, if you have just yeah, one. Yeah, they hang out together, yeah, yeah. hang out. And... It was like when, like, well, Blunt was on, like, the Steelers or Lions or something and was smoking weed with – there was somebody else on the belt. Le'Veon. Le'Veon, yeah. Yeah. They were all fucking around. But so. isn't that – wasn't he talking about basketball? With that two-person crazy guy, or is he talking about football? I think he's saying for anything. Oh, just any team sport. Okay. Yeah. Get those two guys together. You never know what happens. So, we'll see. Um, yeah. Yeah, that was a crazy saga. That was just wild how quickly everything moved on that. It's just they, like Patriots get lucky once again. Yeah. Fantasy football owners were all over the place on where, they, where their team stacked up. It would be wild if he could have played this weekend against the Steelers, but – yeah. yeah, another yeah. little nugget is the in the Pats' favor this year. Is I was looking at the um, DVOA projected uh, schedule rankings, and the Pats are uh, dead last in strength of schedule this year projected. So they lucked out on the schedule. They won the Super Bowl last year, and they got unbelievable. AB. How does Great that start happen? of the year? How does that happen? Edelman's taking roids, and he hasn't got caught yet. I mean, he already got, got caught. He got caught last year, and everybody just forgot about it. Everybody just yeah, but now yeah doesn't give a shit. He was, he was a Super Bowl MVP. Super Bowl MVP. The same year. Yeah. Nobody said roids. anything about it. They're just like yeah. They forgot. Yeah, he took roids. Oh, he took he took roids in the past. He already <laughs> paid his four game suspension. So don't don't worry about it. It's cool. It's fucking nuts. The Patriots. They're stay ranked on top. On uh, something I'm thinking about this year a lot more because um, one of my theories on the teams is. Offensive and defensive lines are almost more important than the skill players, or you you have to have that, or else the skill players don't matter as much. And the Patriots are ranked right now sixth off on their offensive line, um, which is mm. is pretty high up there uh, to go with that receiving core. They're not ranked very high on defensive line; they're down a nineteenth. But but you know, Bill. Bill Belichick always puts together a good defense, so it doesn't. Nobody even worries about their defense at this point. Yeah, the coaching's like just too good at this point. They just have so much, such an edge on everyone, and they they've never had a good pass rush. But they think they did beat Michael Bennett. But their secondary this year, I think, is the best they've had in a long time. So, you know, exciting time to be a Pats fan once again. Josh Gordon too. Josh Gordon, AB. Um, no Gronk, but that'll make up for some of that loss, you know, those touches, those targets, and Edelman in the slot. I mean, it's unfair. I think I speak for all of America when I say, fuck the Pats. I hope (laughs) Sony Michelle and Hobie Terry drafted (laughs) They drafted this, like, uh, you know, Alabama running back, too. They're stacked. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, All right, let's get into the the pick of the week. Uh, I got a couple locks for you. Okay, um, go go. You want to take your first shot, first yeah, lock of the yeah, week? Yeah, let me let me start off with the the uh, Rams minus two over the Panthers. Okay, I uh, I love this one. This one, uh, the other ones that I have are all are all just kind of like you know I like them. I love this. 
Rams are, are being totally undervalued here. I mean, they are going on the road, so that's a little worrisome. Golf yep. on the road. You Across the know. country. Across the country. Yep. But but it's the Early first game, game of the season. First game of the season. 10 a.m. game. West Coast team on the East. Ah, man, they're going to they're gonna stop the Panthers running attack. They've got a good defensive yep. line. Um, Cam, 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 Newton, throw. Cam Newton's got to throw. He's had tons of shoulder problems. I don't think he's totally right. <laughs> Um, he hasn't been able to run the ball as effectively as he, uh, like at least last year he wasn't. And I don't think he will be if he's having shoulder issues, be able to run the ball as well. And I think that was a huge weapon for him uh, in the past. I mean, who the fuck is he throwing to this year? Greg Olson's back for his 30th yeah. year, you know, but Love that. totally washed. Love totally washed. How dare you? Point. He's not washed. Totally washed. Uh, might as well be out of the league. Let me pull up some Greg I, I think Olsen he, stats I think he went year. up. I think he went undrafted in our fantasy league. Ooh, you're right. <laughs> he's had some bad years in the last couple of years. Yeah. Before that, though, the last two years, I think he's been hurt. He only played nine games and seven games. And then the the last five years before that, he played all 16 games and had over you know almost 1,000 yards every year. But, yeah, you're right. He, he, he's, he's 34 now. Who outside – I mean, there's only so many times that you can – Drop the ball down to Christian McCaffrey. Who is Cam going to throw to this year? Who's he got? Well, they lost. They lost Funchess. Yeah, Funchess. Samuel's the guy. Funchess, who I also yeah. couldn't trade for to save my life in our fantasy league last year, was their top guy. <laughs> He's undrafted. <laughs> they got DJ yeah, Moore. DJ Moore's Samuel. good. They're I mean, both really good. They're fast. Really good. They're really good, Kev. Well, they're unproven. <laughs> but I think they, I think, I think they got talent, and they're, they're gonna have solid. good years. They're okay, but, but I, I don't know. I, I worry about that offense. I mean, that offense wasn't that good at moving the ball last year, and that was, yeah, was with kind of Christian McCaffrey them. doing everything. So I just, I, you know, I do like on defense. I'm getting Gerald McCoy. That's a nice pickup for them. He's a good player, but I, but at the same time. He wasn't good enough for a Buccaneers team that that sucks. Luke Keekley yeah. is like two concussions away from dying. Like, <laughs> that's, that's I mean, harsh. Eric Eric Reed was good at some point, but hasn't done anything, you know, very, lately. I don't know. I I don't like this so, team that much. I like the Rams. I think people are sleeping on them a little bit because of the Super Bowl fuck up, but. But they're still great. They they're they're bringing like the whole team back. Plus, Cooper Cup's going to be healthy. All indications are Todd Gurley's healthy again. What's not to like? So, is this more of an anti Panthers bet, or is this a pro Rams bet? It's both. I would say more anti Panthers than anything. Okay. I I think that's that what it sounds the like. Panthers could You're easily on Cam hard. the Panthers could easily be a six win team or less this year. You look at their roster. So, wow. You look at their roster. Camp for them to win more than six games, either their defense needs to to vastly outperform what they are, or Cam Newton's got to throw like 35, 40 touchdowns this year. Because their only weapon really is is Christian McCaffrey. At least their only proven weapon. Well, in theory, Cam can run. You know, scramble, throw. There's he's like coming off of two shoulder surgeries. How's he gonna run the ball? That's a good I'm, point. I'm worried about. I'm I'm worried about this team. I think this team was uh, not that the best when they were at their height of their powers, and I think we're, we're they're getting a little bit of love because of past performance and not what they currently are, which is is a worrisome team. So okay, so my, that's my one big of your lock. That's your week. lock of the week. Is that's Rams the lock of the week. Two. Yep, at Panthers morning early morning game should be interesting. I, yeah. I think it's gonna be. I think Panthers are gonna jump out early to an early lead, and then we'll see if it's Gurley's healthy and Goff's any good on the road because he's been pretty bad on the road. You know, yeah, splits been, been yeah. pretty pretty bad. I okay. Yeah, I I like that one, and I want to watch that one. That's that's gonna be a fun one to watch. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no doubt. Um, what do you okay, got? Okay, so that's so my my lock is actually gonna be. 
and some of the some of the listeners are going to love this one. It's going to be an anti-Chargers bet. <laughs> Ooh, I'm on this more one. than anything. More than anything. <laughs> so Colts are playing at Chargers. Um, you know the the tiny stadium um, in LA, and the Colts are plus six and a half right now. But I am recommending you buy half a point to plus seven, and I think that's a very low risk play because I think the Chargers they're missing Derwin James. Their lines banged up. Okung's out. Gordon's out. It's going to be Eckler, Justin Jackson show. Who you know? Shout out to Justin Jackson. Um, shout out the pod. <laughs> but those guys are not that great. The Colts' defense is is very solid. Darius Leonard is one of the best players in the league. He's just going to like spy Rivers and like can read out all you know call the plays out. Keenan Allen's coming off an injury, I think. Um, who are the Chargers receivers again? They got Hunter Henry back. Well, yeah, who are they, the they've got good receivers. Uh, Keenan Allen. You get you get okay. Keenan Allen, Mike Williams, who okay. who had ten Mike, unproven. He had, he had ten touchdowns last year. He was good. He was good in a couple. He had a he couple of big games. Uh, that's his rookie he wasn't, year. Consi- he wasn't consistent, but he had a lot of couple big games, like in the Chiefs yeah. game. I I think he could have a breakout year. But you got those two. You still have Travis Benjamin. Yeah, um, trash. He's he's a fumbler. Hunter Henry back. Um, Eckler is a good receiver himself. Uh, yeah, so I wouldn't I wouldn't totally. I think they had one more guy. Um, who am I forgetting? Well, they I think they've got a and they've got. Oh no, Tyrell Williams is gone. Um, yeah, I guess that. Yeah, that must be it. Who's who are the? Yeah, that's a question. Who's the slot guys? Who's the guys that can make some big plays other than you know, with Gordon out? And uh, Dur- yeah, Derwin is the is the, the big one I think on defense. I think there's the Colts are going to be able to. They have got one of the best offensive lines. They can be able to run the ball, you know, do the dink and dunk where the Chargers just sit back in the zone and just hit you know the ten yard curl routes all day. Jacoby Brissett do some scrambles on like third down. They're just and and there's, the Colts are just a veteran team. I feel like they they're going to be energized by having this whole luck situation. So anti-Chargers first week, they, they always find a way to choke. So even if they are up maybe 10 or so early True. on, I think the Chargers can, you know, choke their way back into the game. At least Riverstone's a late pick. And then, you know, Jacoby's Brissett's coming down, down like four with the ball. You know, I feel like that could happen. And then you're free rolling because you've got seven points. So I think Colts, for me, the lock of the week, plus seven, at, buying half a point. I am I'm also on that. That was actually going to be my next one is Colts six and a half. Uh, I like the buying the half a point. Uh, so that's a nice twist to it. Here's the devil's <laughs> advocate to that one. Chargers, okay. Chargers come out. They've got on the line coming back healthy. Joey Bosa, who's one of, I, I think could be a defensive player of the year candidate if he can stay healthy for a full season. Melvin Ingram on the other side, pass rushing. Then Brandon Mebane, who's been banged up the last couple of years, coming up the middle. I mean that that's as fearsome as it gets. You know, I know. That I wouldn't say Mebane is that fierce. <laughs> I'm not was, really that scared of Mebane. He but. was part of the uh, the Legion of Boom in Seattle. He's great. Past performance though, past performance. Yeah. He's yeah, he may not be what he wants. He was. used to be. He used to be a dominant, but I don't think he's dominant anymore. He's just kind of got. He takes up space. He's a space eater. They've, they've got good defensive backs. I, I, you're totally spot on. The, the offensive line is worrisome. Defensive, uh, um, the linebackers are kind of a question mark still. So I'm a little worried about them. But with those guys coming up the front, I, you know, I don't know if Jacoby Brissett is. Everybody's going back and forth on this. I think there was immediately after Andrew Lick retired, everybody jumped, you know, oh, they're so screwed they're going to be terrible and then there's been a backswing towards Jacoby Brissett being good I don't want to be oversold on Jacoby Brissett I don't think he's that good he, he's decent you know he's like Case Keenum you know no he's better than Case Keenum I think Case Keenum won a, a NFC championship game like a year and a half ago on that bullshit Hail Mary I mean that on. he threw that was a ter- that was just the worst defense I've ever seen. Jacoby Brissett has never even smelled a hail mary before. He can't even probably throw forty yards. I don't know. I'm not okay. Keenum had the one year. He had twenty two touchdowns, seven picks, thirty five hundred yards. Keenum, he was eleven and three. Keenum brought but, that uh, Vikings team to the NFC Championship and won it. Whereas, I mean, look at Kirk Cousins last year. I so I don't know. I I think they're at least 
on par with each other. I, I think people are underrating Keenum a little bit. I would have rather had him in Denver than Flacco, honestly. Wow. That's, that's you know, Super Bowl MVP Joe Flacco you're talking about, right? Super Bowl MVP Joe Flacco that got replaced by a guy who can't throw last year. Okay, I mean, Keenum had that one good game. I mean, one good season, 22-7, had 11 wins. Everything that, he's been 6-10, and 4-5, you know, 18 touches. Last year, when you watched Case Keenum play, were you excited at all? Were you having he, a good time, or was it just really boring? He didn't have a great time on the uh, on the Broncos. On the Broncos, but yeah. It was, he also it was wasn't – his receiving core was really dwindling last year. If you remember, Demarius Thomas fell off a cliff all of a sudden. Um Sanders tore his Achilles. They yeah. didn't have a tight end to speak of. Um, you know, who else was he throwing to? And I don't think their offensive line was that good either. So, I don't know. Yeah. I, I think you got a little bit of a raw deal there. I, I don't think Flacco is going to do much better. I think people are overrating the Broncos right now. <laughs> but I know. I just like to stand up for my boy Flacco. Kirk Cousins, though, stats. He's yeah, he had great pretty, stats. Last four years, he's like the he's the – you know, good stats, bad team guy. Yeah, that's what he is, Basically. and that's what it, he's yeah. he's actually a good fantasy quarterback. You just don't want to actually have him because nobody wants to have to root for him. He went undrafted in our fantasy league as well, but he throws like over thirty touchdowns a year. He's a good fantasy yeah, quarterback. Just under, he just he uh, over four thousand yards the last four years. Pretty yeah. pretty impressive. One year he almost had five k. But back to this game, oh, wow. the uh, the in the Colts' favor. What I'll be interested to see is. Has have the Chargers figured out what to do against this scheme where teams are blitzing the hell out of rivers where they bring basically the house? Can it can he, he can't move? Can, He's immobile. He can't move. He's totally <laughs> immobile, and their offensive line isn't very good. So exactly. So and it, can he can he do anything? The Patriots and the Ravens. The Ravens did this, and it almost cost the Chargers a game in the end of that game that they were dominating. Because they just started to blitz him the whole house every time, and then the the Pats did it to him the whole game, and he just he had nothing he could do against it. He just yeah, kept because, chucking it up. Yeah, because he doesn't have the time, and he needs to kind of like wind up. And they don't the receivers don't get like ma- massive like uh, you know separation. Like Keenan Allen's a great possession receiver, but he's not like just gonna blow by you. Yeah. And then Rivers like you know arm talent is a little weaker now too. Like over the years, he used to just be able to chuck it to Vincent Jackson, you know, deep. Every time, but now we can't do that. What I didn't understand about it was that when when teams did it against Tom Brady, they just did that that dump off over the middle every time to Edelman or whoever, whatever white receiver they have, and and it worked every time. And I don't know why the Chargers can't just do that with like a Travis Benjamin or or anybody, and just do that little dump off over the middle against that, um, I guess that type of formation, but. I don't know. Well, I guess that's what Eckler's for, you know, in the inside little, like, trend dump-off passes. We'll see if they can get those off. But I feel like the Colts are going to be all over those routes. Like, I don't know yeah. that they love showing those little under routes to the receiver, you know, to Keenan Allen or to the running backs or the swing, like, screens the Chargers always do now. Yep. Colts are. Darius Leonard is going to be right there. Yep. Colts are ranked uh, fifth in offensive line by pro football focus. So, fifth? Fifth, which is pretty good. Chargers good. are way down. Chargers are ranked <laughs> 29th. Yeah, and going back to what you were saying earlier, is like the lines really dictate a lot of the league now. Yeah. That is – and I, I think that is counting Russell Okung being healthy, which is <laughs> – it's so a good luck to his really backside. Yeah. So, so I'm with yeah. you. I'm betting. I, I like I like Colts at that six and a half mark. You know, if it was a pick 'em, I wouldn't like it. Or, or yeah. a smaller spread. I still like the Chargers to win the game, but they're very liable even in games that they're up by 21 to to let the other team cover a spread. So yeah. I mean, how many times have we seen it? I I'm fully on board with the Colts here. Um, my next lock is uh or my next my next pick is falcons plus three and a half over vikings okay. along the lines of that this is more of an anti-kirk cousins pick than anything i don't believe in kirk cousins at all i never have never understood why 
I was very anti them moving from Case Keenum to Kirk Cousins because I think that they're at best basically a, a swap of the same person. And at worst, I thought Keenum had a lot of chemistry uh, with the team and, and did a good job leading them to that NFC championship. And Kirk Cousins hasn't won anything in his life. So I, I just, I'm anti Kirk Cousins. I don't think he's very good. And, and, uh, and this Falcons team is one of those ones where we'll forever kind of go down thinking that they'll, they'll win something and they probably will disappoint this year, but they, they usually get a couple early big wins. Okay, so this is more seems more of like a gut feel anti cousins. Yeah, I like the I like plus three and a half. I like getting points with a team that I think the Falcons could beat the Vikings. And Julio Jones just got his contract. He's going to be feeling good. Um, he had a great year last year, and he didn't even score as many touchdowns as uh, the the analytics said that he should have. So. I think he could have a, another huge year. He's actually stayed relatively healthy the last couple of years. Only missed a couple of games in the last four years, um, which seems surprising. But, uh, I, you know, Falcons, if you look at Matty Ice's numbers last year, he was a fantasy machine. Um, mm-hmm. He was, I think, second or third in fantasy points. Um, yeah, he had 4,900 yards, 35 TDs, seven picks. Yeah, yeah. he had a great year. Had a great year. So if they can figure some things out defensively, they could be a, a surprise team this year. They're the they're like the Chargers in the NFC. Yeah. Yep. Okay, that's a, that's an interesting pick. Uh, the three and a half seems fishy. Like I wouldn't bet Vikings ever. My three is three and a half there. But yeah, they, I think they're going to be have a better year than last year. They are really kind of you know year from hell last year. I think the Vikings will make be a playoff team for sure. What did they change other than the the one thing that I like is uh, getting the running back back, um, mm-hmm. Cook. Yeah. Cook. But he's only played like six games in his career so far, something ridiculously low. So I don't know that just because he's back that he's going to actually stay healthy. But what else did they change? They changed, they changed the entire offensive scheme, apparently. Um, new offensive coordinator – so they're gonna they're apparently gonna run the ball more, do more of a spread running offense. Maybe some more um, what's it called run, option pass, pass option, whatever RPOs. And yeah, Cook back, and I think they they invested in the offensive line, so they're really focused on you know the offensive side of the ball because I think their defense is really good. They don't really need to do too much. They didn't. I think everyone is back from their defense. That's one of the things I like. And Zimmer's a good coach. He calls the defensive plays, and then now they have like more of a running offense. They're gonna be more conservative. But I think that'll help them in the long run because they're a pretty disciplined team. Tough to score on. But, again, I wouldn't take three and a half there, though, even though I like the Vikings this year. Okay, okay. What else you got for me? Um, I'm going to go the Sunday night game, Steelers-Pats. Um, hate to say it. Hate to do it to you. Ugh. But I like the Pats laying the points. Um, the Pats have just been owning the Steelers lately. And I could hear a sigh of despair in your, in your, just now. Um, but the Pats are 5-1 and one in their last six matchups against the Steelers, 3-0 in their last home matchups, uh, where they won by 19-7 and 24. So this is a Sunday night game. They, you know, everyone's watching. Pats always get up for these games. And I think that Josh Gordon being playing this game, I like the Pats at home against the Steelers. It's going to be too much for them. Um, and they're going to have an answer for John for James Conner running the ball. So I think they're going to have to just sling it. And they got the, the D-backs this year. So it's going to be a tough night for Juju, I think. What do you think about that game? Interesting line. You know, five and a half is, is right in that middle zone. Um, I, I always think Pat, Patriots at home are a good pick. You know, they're, they just dominate so much at home. And, yeah, they have beat the Steelers quite a bit. Um, you know, we'll, we'll have to see. I, I think you could look out for a big James Conner game. Um, yeah, what has to happen for the Steelers to cover here? I mean, just I think what you'd see is a defensive defense if, if they can turn game. it into a defensive game where there's a showdown and you know, you got Big Ben with the ball with a couple minutes left down, you know, three or four, then 
And and you could be looking at, you know, a game where Patriots are up by three going into the final minutes and run out the clock. You know, so that's where that five and a half gets a little tough to cover. Bill Belichick is out to win the game. He's not out to cover spreads. So he's not going to – I don't see this game being a blowout either way. So I think it's going to be a little close at the end, which that scares me with that line. So you like the points or you stay away? Uh, it's a stay away for me. Yeah. Okay, so that was kind of a boring one. But I, the other game that, that I'm most intrigued by, the, by far, I think, is the morning game is the Chiefs-Jags. Um, I, I just love, I just love the chiefs and I'm willing to get suckered in by the three and a half, you know, like if, if it's, if the Jags and Nick Foles, big dick, Nick beats me, I can, I can live with it. I like but, that. Um, you know, I'm, I'm, I like, I'm that. just a chiefs just... apologist. I love Mahomes, So fun to watch. Just, he can just, you know, throw 70 yard TDs at, you know, on one play and totally flip the game. And the Jags offense is just, hasn't really shown anything the last few years and Nick Foles, I don't think is a huge upgrade over Bortles um, just because he's like, he's, he's, he's smarter. He makes better decisions, but I don't, I don't think they have like the receivers that are that good this year. And Fournette's been kind of trash lately. So I think the chiefs, I'm going to lay the points there just, and that's going to be the most fun game. I'm thinking too. I guess I would say that having watched a lot of Blake Bortles, he was fucking terrible. And so any upgrade from him is a pretty big upgrade. I mean, Foles was one of Super Bowl MVP. So I, I'm i a little bit suckered in by the, the Foles bandwagon. Chiefs, number 17, offensive line. Uh, Jaguars, 21st. Really? So I think the them. Chiefs would be better than that. Yeah, surprised not, the Chiefs is pretty not They run the ball so easily. With any running back, they just run so easily. Hunt, Damian Williams – you know, what's it, Jamal Charles, Priest Holmes, they just, whoever they throw in there, just it seems like they always get good ru- rushing lanes. It does seem strange, especially with Eric Fisher, uh, it graded as the best tackle from week 11 to the Super Bowl last year. So, uh, uh, and they're t- right tackle too, Schwartz, right? That guy's t- one of the best in, at his position too. Yeah. So I don't know about that. I think there were a lot lines really good, even though Jags, Defensive line is, is amazing too. Yeah, does Very seem a battle. little does seem a little odd. Um, could be a bit of a defensive showdown. The the big stat everybody's uh, pushing is that um, Mahomes. It's the one game where he didn't score a touchdown last year was against the Jaguars. So yeah. that is, I mean, that is a little scary, especially when you look at Nick Foles coming to town and and it's a road game. But I think that will regress to the mean. I think him throwing zero touchdowns in a game is like abnormal. Very abnormal. Just just a little not gonna... a little dicey when you say one of the Chiefs' biggest offensive, or they they've got two huge offensive advantages. One is uh, Tyree Kill being able to burn anybody, and you look at um, oh, what's Jacksonville's cornerback um, Jalen Ramsey uh, mm-hmm. is as good of a lockdown corner as you have in the league. So he takes away a lot of that. And then uh, Travis Kelsey, you know, and they were able to shut yeah, both of them Kelsey down. Kelsey and Sammy Watkins. Game. Yeah, uh, they got they got weapons all over the field. I mean, I'm looking at the stat line. Holmes had 22 of 38, 313 yards, two picks, one sack. But I mean, I remember watching that game. They won 30 to 14. It's not yeah, like they won a bad game. But that was yeah. a lot of – a lot of that had to do with Blake Bortles being the quarterback of the Jacksonville Jaguars and – Leonard yeah. Fournette not they, playing and they threw 61 times. Yeah. It's not going to, it was not going to work. It, yeah. It was, <laughs> it was bad all around. So I think you see a little bit of a different result, but I like where your head's at. I like rolling with the chiefs there. If I'm going to put money on that, I'm definitely going chiefs and just, and just, you know, if the Jaguars somehow pull it out, they pull it out, but I'm a, I'm on board with that one for sure. Yeah. Cause I hate when the, I hate when you take it like the underdog and then you just see Mahomes chucking like 70 yard TD passes in the first quarter. And you're like, Oh God, why did I take the Jags? You know, how are they going to come back from this? That always seems to happen more than not. So I just rather be on the other side of that. And if they have a bad game, then so be it. The Jaguars are in prove it mode right now. They've got to prove that they're worth being talked about, you know, with, with Leonard Fournette going down last year and with uh, big Dick Nick coming to town, you know, that's, they've got to figure out if, 
if they're going to be in contention or not. So you we'll love see. big big dick Nick, BD and and big balls Pete, big balls Pete. That's my Seahawks <laughs> you're talking about. They're minus ten against the Bengals. Minus that seems 10. like a lot. It's it's shot up too much. It, it was it was a good pick earlier in the in the week. Now at minus ten, that's too much. You can't. I mean, I know the the Bengals are terrible. I still wouldn't bet on the Bengals, but ten points is a lot. The Seahawks team doesn't have any receivers to speak of right now. Um, their offensive line was pretty terrible last year. Uh, you know, I think Chris Carson's decent. Their defense will be good, but they're losing Earl Thomas. You know, I don't know. I I wouldn't take that even at, at home. So yeah. I've got one yeah, more okay. for you that I like. I don't love, um, but and this goes with this goes with my Case Keenum talk. This is the Case Keenum pod right now. Wow, this is Washington awful. ten and a half over the Eagles plus ten Ew. and a half. Okay. I why I don't think I'd put money on this, but um, are people overhyping the Eagles a little bit here? I, am I the only one that remembers how bad Carson Wentz was last year? And I know he was great the year before, before his injury, but I had him on my fantasy team last year and he was certifiably awful the whole, the whole season until he got hurt. And hmm. I, I mean, it's a quarterback league. You need your quarterback to be great. One of the things going against me here is they are ranked number one overall for offensive line and eighth overall for run defense. So those are two things that I think a lot of analysts are looking at when they're talking about this team. And I, I agree that that might be the thing that comes back to bite me here. But, but I, I, I mean, it's a bad sign when your quarterback gets replaced by big Dick Nick and the team was way better afterwards, way better. And that, is a, that is a red flag. I, I don't know. I think people are anointing the Eagles a little early here and, and maybe, you know, the offensive and defensive line changed that, but, but 10 and a half just seems like a lot. I think people are totally writing off Washington who had a pretty decent defense last year. They have Adrian Peterson had a great year last year was really good again. You know, he's the, the time machine, Adrian Peterson, they got that juice guy back who was hyped up big time in preseason last year before tearing his ACL at running back. Um, you know, I, I think Jordan Reed's out, so that hurts. But I, I don't think this Washington team is like the everybody is writing them in, penciling them in as, as you know, four win team. And I could see them getting like six or seven. Just, you know, the Case Keenum, you know, he's better than people think. The running backs are really good. Um, yeah, the defense Ooh. is better than people think it is. And, uh, you know, all of a sudden you're looking at a decent team. I'm not talking about a good team. I'm just talking decent. Ooh. And I think they keep this closer. It's a, a divisional game. You know, it's at Eagles, but there should be quite a few Washington fans there. DC's not too far from Philadelphia. And it's a divisional game. The teams know each other well. You know, you're going to, you're going to, those divisional games stay close. So, wow, I'm I cannot disagree anymore. Um, <laughs> I'm going Eagles all the way there. Trent Williams, their their tackle, their best basically their best player, isn't even showing up to camp. They, I feel like Jay Gruden is going to be the first coach fired. It's going to be a nightmare of a season. They have always banged up at running back. Their offensive line sucks. Their defense is so mediocre. Overpaid Josh Norman, he's trash. Eagles, I think, at home are going to have a great – their defense is going to have a great game and lock in multiple turnovers. Eagles, I think, are going to win by like 20, 30 maybe. I'm going all in Eagles here. All in Eagles. All right. You have it. You, you heard it here first. I think Jay Gruden, first coach fired for sure. Wow. That's my lock, lock, of, lock of the future's bet, I guess. Tough to, tough to find another that will get fired quicker, but we'll see. All right. Okay. Well, should we get into the uh, the predictions? Uh, why don't we what do about, uh, yeah NFL MVP? Yeah, let's do MVP like? and and Super Bowl. Um, MVP. Well, so let's let's go through some of the 
the odds for him. So, you know, obviously Mahomes, uh, Mahomes at plus 500 is actually seems still like pretty good odds for a guy that threw 50 touchdowns last year and his essentially rookie season. And you would think would be getting better, not worse. Tough to so, go back to back though. Back to back. How many times have you seen back to back MVPs? Uh, he'd have to I'm have a, much a huge year. I don't like. I this goes back to my last point. I really don't like Carson Wentz at plus nine hundred. He's the second favored MVP candidate. Do not like that. Yeah. Also, a lot don't of like, hype on Carson. Don't like Aaron Rodgers at plus twelve hundred. People are paying for past performance, not for what he is today. Yeah. Um, I yeah. do like Baker Mayfield plus twelve hundred. Wow. Could could easily see this being see. the. Baker Mayfield throws 40 touchdowns. Brown, you know, Nick Chubb is going to be great. Yet Odell Beckham Jr. to throw to um, Landry Jones. They've got they've got a lot of weapons on that team, and Baker Mayfield is just one of those guys that just have it. And I could see this being there. the The storyline, yeah, I think of MVP as a storyline, and storyline of Baker. You know, if they can get some early wins, they could quickly turn into the the year baker so i like him young candidate would be hungry for it um plus 1200 is pretty good so he's he's one of my favorites okay i don't know if i I don't know if i agree with baker i think people are drinking the kool-aid on baker already same thing he's not proven there's a lot of old dogs in this race there's a lot of there's a lot of old dogs that i don't think that they want they don't care as much about MVP at this point. Yeah, I mean, you exactly. take Drew Brees at plus fourteen hundred or Tom no, Brady. No. Brady's hell not no. going to get it at this point. You know, Rivers at plus two thousand. He's not going to get it. You know, I, I'm not, and I don't believe in Roethlisberger, Newton either. I, Garoppolo. I think, uh, if I had to, if I'm going long shots, I would throw a little bit on Saquon, fifty to one. Just because he could have a year where he has like 1,800 rushing yards and like 700 receiving yards, and he would basically just blow everyone out of the water as far as like statistics. Running backs never win it. It's so rare that anybody outside of a quarterback wins it. It happens like once every well, 20 years. Yeah, it's very rare. That's why it's 50 to 1, I think. You know, like because last year Gurley could have won it if he stayed healthy. He was on track. He, he was definitely one of the favorites for like halfway through the season at least. He had tons of touchdowns, most yards by far. Um, the Rams were just killing everyone. So I would just throw a little bit on that 50 to one in case he's like, you know, or maybe he has 2000 rushing yards. If the off chance he has just an amazing year, but I would probably go with Deshaun Watson. Um, it could be, you know, he, he's been getting better every year. I've watched him play. And I feel like if the, if the Texans are a, like a, a top seed, if they get home field advantage in the playoffs, like that's a pretty good story. Like the Texans coming back um, and taking that division with Landry Luck there, you know, I think that's their division to lose now. So if he has a big monster year, a lot of a lot of yards, a lot of like good fantasy stats, people love that. And he's a new new like face. I think he could be twenty five to one is pretty decent odds. Will the Texans he's win guy. enough games? Will the Texans win enough games this year though? They would need to win probably twelve games for 10, him to win. Ten it. to twelve. Yeah, ten to twelve games yeah. at least. Yeah. Usually you That's need, the question. Usually you need at least, you know, twelve, thirteen to to be in serious unless you have just your stats are just so much better than everybody else's. Yeah, that's usually yeah. the barometer. So I don't know. I, I don't know if I see them them winning enough for it. Uh, but it's possible. But the run pass stuff, I think he's just he's, he's like a highlight film. Like he does a lot of like cool plays, scrambles. Yeah. I feel like people like that too. I don't know. Uh, you know, if you're talking long shots, Jared Goff at, at plus 3,300 might not be a bad long shot. Um, he's way down there. It, I think because he fell off a little bit at the end of last year, but if he comes back, he's got his Cooper cup back and yeah, he was really rolling before Cooper cup got hurt last year. He's got a lot of weapons. Uh, you know, if he comes back uh, and throws, you know, 35 touchdowns and they win 13 games this year, he could easily uh, be MVP. So if I'm, yeah. if I'm taking a long shot that that'd be my guy. Yeah, he would have to be, you know, the number one seed probably in the NFC, That's, which is very possible. I think the Rams are going to be really good this year. Yeah, like I think said. they're the like front start, runner to be. Like you start up, yeah, like you start off the pod. Like, I don't see why the Rams should have a many meaningful drop this year. They've got everyone, pretty much everyone back. They're going to be hungry. 
McVay got humbled in the Super Bowl like really hard, and I think he's a really extremely competitive person. He wants to get better, and they and since they lost to the Patriots too, like they I know I feel like they they're just really hungry this year. And I I do like Jared Goff thirty three to one sounds like a pretty good value too if you're going long shot. Yeah, yeah, I like that. Okay, um, and then uh, let's do uh, quickly. Let's do some Super Bowl odds. So who do you like to uh, to win the whole thing? Uh, well, on that note, I'm I'm like taking the Rams. I don't know what the odds yeah. you plus, saw, but I think I plus fourteen hundred. Yeah, fourteen hundred. I like that. I just think yeah, I like NFC is up for grabs again, but I think they should be the the, the front runner. The Saints are aren't. I don't see them getting better than last year. They had like a, their best year ever last year, and they actually feel like still feel like the Saints should have won the Super Bowl last year if it wasn't for that that you know penalty. But the Rams, I think, just the bounce back year going to be the number one seed in the NFC, have home field all the way through. I think they can get to the Super Bowl fairly easily. And then, you know, I think they'll play the Chiefs in the Super Bowl, and I think the Rams will be the Chiefs. Yeah. As a, as a strategy, I think when you're betting on these these Super Bowl predictions at the start of the season, you don't want to take the teams with the best odds. You know, I think you need to scratch off Patriots plus yeah. 425 and Chiefs plus 525 because – there's so many variables across the season. If either quarterback goes down, they're out. You know, there you just aren't getting the the bang for your buck on those odds. Yeah. So I like the Rams. I don't like the Chargers plus fifteen hundred. I don't know why they're so close. Same with the Eagles plus nine hundred. Don't like that. Um, you know, Browns plus fifteen hundred. If you if I got a couple drinks in me. <laughs> Yeah, yeah you, might, you might be I able to. You might maybe be able to get me a little hyped on them, but probably not. I, I'm still not. I, I still don't see their defense being a legit Super Bowl contender, so I'm not fully bought into the Browns yet. I just I like they, their offense. Their stats are going to be staggering on offense. If they have a rookie coach who hasn't done anything in the NFL or ever had one game, you know, in the NFL, yeah, but they're like going from stretch. Hugh Jackson to anything is a big improvement but for them to make it to the super bowl and then win the super bowl seems like a stretch in their first year of this college coach doing this like you know baker offense i I just don't think it's going to work that as easily as they hope the first year i think this could be a building year with chemistry but i don't think like they're just going to be clicking right out the gates i don't think the browns going to be that good this year i agree are there any surprise teams you see that could make a big jump you know there's always a surprise team are there any haymaker odds you see out there that you like well, I'm, I'm looking just at like the super bowl odds and some of like the mid-tier ones that I, do we I hate a lot jaguars that. plus 3500 i don't know <laughs> i hate that i hate actually that. i don't know why that's a little surprising because texans are plus 3300 you would think texans would be the better pick if you're going with one of those two. yeah i think the seahawks are getting a lot of buzz yeah they're plus they're 25 to one the I Falcons, just the offense 30 to one yeah, I think you need a team that can score. Yeah. So, Seahawks like, are interesting. Vikings are interesting, twenty-three to one. Steelers too, seventeen to one. I think they got a shot. I think the Steelers are going to be good this year. They could be. They definitely could be. They just we'll have to see if Big Ben can hold up again. He doesn't get the ball off quite. He takes a lot more hits than a guy like Tom Brady or Drew Brees does. So he's got that absorption big. though, that like fat, chubby absorption body. It seems like it doesn't even hurt him that much, you know, like than other quarterbacks. He's got a winter skin on. He's got a winter coat at all times. Yeah. Like when, yeah. when Jimmy G gets sacked, I'm like scared for him. But when like Big Ben gets sacked, he looks like he just like rolls up and he's fine. Like, same with like Tom Brady, you know, with his stupid stretching techniques. What what does he call it? TB12. I don't know. <laughs> Something like the T. It's like some TB12, like getting sacked method. Getting sacked. It's, it's, it's ridiculous. Like how to you know, extend your body while you're getting sacked. TV 12 sacks. It's, it's science. Yeah. He's a fucking nut. He's going crazy. His quarterbacks are getting hit too much. He's probably got CTE. That's the problem. Yeah. Giselle's not happy about it. Yeah. But yeah, that's, that's most of it. I think I, I also have Tua for Heisman trophy winner. Um, mm. Plus 250. I feel like one. he's going to win the Super, the Heisman. Come yeah. back here. Uh, I have a couple of rookie of the year stuff. Um, I like Miles Sanders twenty to one. 
rookie of the year, offensive rookie of the year. Okay. I liked David Montgomery 10 to 1 before. I mean, the first game he looked pretty good, but I don't think he's going to win the offensive rookie of the year. He's 10 to 1. I like Josh Jacobs 6 to 1 as well. So I like Sanders and Jacobs 20 to 1, 60 to 1. No Kyler Murray there. No. Don't think Kyler Murray's going to do that great this year. And then defensive player of the year, I got Devin Bush 5 to 1 and Nick Bosa 7 to 1. I think those are pretty solid. I like that, except is Nick Bosa healthy? That's the question, yeah. I don't know. The Bosa guys don't, they, they're not drinking their milk or something. He's not going to stay healthy. He's Bosa boys. I don't know what their problem is, but yeah, I like that if he can stay healthy. He's a good one. Do you have any, any uh, rookie of the year stuff? You think who's going to be the most like impactful rookie this year? Do you have any thoughts? You know, I actually like the Seahawks uh, receiver um, that they got. Um, gosh, I'm DK Metcalf. Um, I like him a lot. Uh, well, Doug Baldwin retired. Yeah, Doug Baldwin retired, so I think he's gonna gonna take his place a little bit and get in there. I don't love uh, Kyler Murray myself. I think he's a little overhyped here. Um, so we'll see. Um, trying to think of who's out there, and I, I love, I do love Nick Bosa. So um, I figured you'd like that one. Yeah, he's he's pretty great. Um, but it's, no, it I don't know. Like, we'll, yeah, we'll see. It just seems like that family thing that produce studs. The Chargers like fullback. Isn't that guy Bosa? Or is he a no? He's a Watt. Sorry, get in mind. Yeah, exactly. White D lineman confused. Yeah, I'm hoping that uh that Josh uh, Johnson on the Raiders is that that's his name, right? The running Josh back. Jacobs. Josh, Josh Jacobs, Jacobs on the Raiders. I hope yeah. he has a breakout season because a lot of high team could really use him. So a lot of hype for him. See. We shall see. Well, let's uh let's wrap this I think thing we've up. Covered I think it all. We've covered it all. So yeah, uh, can't wait for football season tomorrow. All right, red zone. We watch tomorrow. red zone all day. It's gonna be get, awesome. Get a Santana's burrito. <clears throat> Scott Hansen is back yeah. in our lives. Get a no tortilla, uh, Santana's burrito tomorrow, and keep it <laughs> keep it low carb on the couch. Spinach spinach wrap. Spinach wrap <laughs> burrito. <laughs> uh, all I, right, I'm, I'm a little worried. I'm getting Andrew Siciliano, but we'll see. All right, man. Well, enjoy your. your God red be zone with Sunday. you. Hopefully, we get Scott Hansen. All right. God bless you. Talk to you later. Later.